This weekend, Immigration and Customs Enforcement's raids will begin. This stems from a presidential tweet last month when President Donald Trump said he wanted to, quote, deport millions of undocumented immigrants. Now that the organization has had time to prepare, the raids are said to have a broader scope than originally planned. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is Border Dispatch, a special episode of your San Diego News Fix. Wendy Fry, you cover the border for the Union-Tribune, and news recently broke that ICE raids are likely to occur over the weekend. First, when you explain, how do these raids work? So this is something that we've heard for several weeks that could be a possibility. We've been hearing, uh, you know, the president has been tweeting that these raids are going to come about, but then there was a delay. And how they work is... Basically, there's a bunch of different methods that ICE officers have for 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 removing, for going to remove somebody that has removal orders. But uh-huh. one of the ways is they go to the address that they have on the court file and they knock on the door. And that's one of the things you're seeing with all the um, pro-immigrant groups are advising people don't open the door. You don't legally have to open the door to ICE. So that's one of the way. But they also set up. Um, areas they have set up checkpoints in the uh-huh. past, um, and that's what they talk about. Whether it could be collateral deportations, just people that they they come across this day when they're doing this enforcement action that don't have proper documentation that may be deported. And also, originally, ICE mostly focused on people who had those deportation orders. Can you kind of explain that process of how someone gets to kind of that legal point? Right. So there's several different ways, but one of the ways and the mo- probably the most common way is they go through all the way through their immigration hearing proceedings and then they get to a final order and the order says you must leave the country. And then typically the legal process is they can appeal that and they do. And then once they exhaust all of those legal steps, they get a final order uh, to leave the country. And th- those are the people that... Um, that the Trump administration is trying to target for removal. And what's the usual timeline for this? it's, It's kind of a given that we're in a different kind of world when it comes to immigration. But let's say during the Obama administration, how long would that period of time take from the person is in the immigration court to the final removal order? It would usually take years. And these um, the, this group of people, the 2,000 people, have very recently entered the country because they've been fast-tracked through uh-huh. this system. So essentially, this, this uh, years-long process is now being shortened, right? Condensed considerably. And the, I believe what the Trump administration is um, trying to, to enforce is to remove people before they get jobs and put down ties in the community and 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 form relationships and buy a house before because that's the part that that, that people say is just so so um, damaging to the communities that you have somebody who's a father he's a brother he's got his whole family here he has a job for 10 years and then they yank them out of the community um, however I, I think immigration attorneys are saying this fast track process is not fair to the people who have who have just come, and that they may be facing losing their life when they get returned to the country that they fled. And that's one thing that kind of underscores this entire conversation is that the universe of undocumented individuals in the country have changed a lot recently, right? Yes, that's right. They, they we, we are seeing people fleeing for different reasons and, and fleeing um, different countries. And obviously, the, the situation that we have going on at the southern border is mostly Central Americans fleeing extreme violence and poverty. Mm-hmm. And um, 
This is kind of the second time we've had this conversation on Border Dispatch. Uh, there was a, a tweet uh, late last month in which Trump said he wanted to deport millions of people and making an order like that wasn't possible in that time frame. So during that time, you spoke with individuals in the community. What was the reaction when that tweet went out and people started talking about these raids? So it is very concerning to to a lot of people in, in communities where there are a lot of immigrants. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of panic. Um, actually, that weekend where the, the raids were supposed to happen, two weeks ago, I think, maybe three weeks ago now, we had so many people messaging us all day. I see ice over here. I see ice over there. And it, they didn't turn out to actually be ice enforcement issues, but they're they're panicked. So they they're afraid um, of 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 these officers. And I, I think the collateral deportations. So are people essentially just not leaving their houses if they fear? Yeah, some people right at that weekend when it was supposed to happen, I talked to neighbors and um, people who were afraid to go out to the grocery store, not making any unnecessary trips, you know, obviously going to work if they had to go to work. But they were kind of holding up inside that weekend. Um, so originally when this was planned, there was a list of cities that were going to be targeted. Was San Diego on that list? No. Uh, it they. DHS released some information to reporters sort of on background, and that information was that 10 cities across the nation, and they were larger cities like Houston, Los Angeles, New York, were the cities where these raids were going to be carried out. Mm -hmm. I guess within the community, how real is this fear? Because when Trump says, I'm going to deport millions of people, people can read that as hyperbole, but to people who live this life... How real is this fear? It's extremely real. There's a lot of fear right now in immigrant communities about the possibility of this happening and also just the the rhetoric and the stance of the administration that, that, that immigrants are not welcome here, which, of course, is different than than the way America has been for for many, many hundreds of years. <laughs> um, but the. Um, and the fear is also being felt in TJ, actually, because the shelter directors and also the municipal police and the, the public safety officials are very worried that all these people are going to get deported right across the line into TJ. And then they're going to need services in Tijuana. It's going to be very overwhelming and chaotic to have 2,000 people returned in one day. And finally, what's your strategy as a reporter on Sunday? I, well, we're going to be paying attention, obviously, to to the community, to social media. There there was a lot of misinformation that went out a few weeks ago on social media where people were saying, I see ice over here. I see ice over in the Costco parking lot at Market Street. And that wasn't actually true. So we're not going to be running around to every sighting or alleged sighting, but we are going to be paying attention to that and then following up to see if there's actually an enforcement activity. And then also just the voices, as we have been doing during this entire uh, crisis that's been going on, is just trying to get the voices and the people that are actually affected and tell the story through their, through their voice and their eyes. All right, Wendy Fry, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. In other immigration news, President Donald Trump backed down over adding a citizenship question to the U.S. Census Thursday afternoon. Instead, he's planning on issuing an order that would tell federal departments to coordinate with the Census Bureau to find out how many undocumented immigrants there are. Adding a citizenship question to the census was controversial because critics said it would result in an undercount of diverse communities, resulting in uneven government spending and representation. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. 
You can also listen to The Conversation, our Ideas and Opinions podcast. Abby Hamblin interviews newsmakers and experts about stories and issues in the news in San Diego. Look for it on your podcast app or go to uniontrib.com slash theconversation. Until next time.